Hola. Bonjour. Guten Morgen. And welcome to... <laughs> I can't do that, I can't Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. Ciao. Make it sexy, dear. Hello, and welcome to Is It In Yet? A sex podcast brought to you by the girls at the tab. We're going to be talking about all the weird shit people do in bed, and sometimes the good stuff too. I'm Grace. I'm Dee. I'm Lucy. <laughs> so thank you for this delicious wine. Cheers. Cheers. Is it wine Woo! or drinking? You're really welcome. So this is Tesco's finest. Prosecco. It's the Plaza, the Plaza brand. You treat as well. I do. Yeah, I sent me back a whole seven pounds. It's very a million dollars though, right? Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> Every week, Diora, aka D. You have been trying to get the D. That's right. So uh, getting the D, if you will, which is the name of this segment. First things first, <laughs> D. Did you get the D? Um, I did not get the D. What? <laughs> the guy seemed pretty normal. He seemed pretty intelligent. He had like glasses on. You know those fuckboy glasses that everyone wears. Yeah. yeah. Um, Soft boy. Yeah. He seemed like to work in a bank. Pretty normal guy. He could definitely be my future husband. Is this on a dating app? Yeah, this is on Hinge. Okay, nice. um, the conversation was flowing and he seemed really cool and funny. And then we basically arranged to meet on a Saturday night, which is like prime time for a day. Wow. I know, a Saturday night. And we went to a few bars. It was going okay, but he started talking about his like transgenerational family trauma. And I oh was God. just like, Ooh. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so this is where we are now. Oh, that's not a good Saturday you night. You can't get, but you're right, you can't get back from that. You can't get back from that. And I think he was like, also talking about like, all the medical problems he has. And I was just like, please tell me what they were. I think, oh no, I can't. I think there was something like a wart on his head. Oh, oh, that he can't get rid of. Oh. I mean, it's fine to have minor ailments. Yeah. Maybe not a first aid chat. Yeah. Doesn't make you want to see what's underneath. Then we like went to a rooftop, um, which sounds really like New York and romantic. And we kissed and I literally felt nothing and it oh. gave me the ick. That's you know, the when you just know that there's just no feeling there, yeah. the night is over from then. And have you spoken to him again? Well, actually, he called me on the Monday night. I'm sorry, a call after one day. Yeah, which is so, so intense. That's such a red flag. I was Mm. in bed, and I hear my hand starts vibrating, my Fitbit is vibrating, and I'm like, what's going on? Who's calling me at this time? I'm sorry, that was an excuse to tell you had a Fitbit, but carry on. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, and I can see his name on my screen, and I was like, what the actual fuck actually gave me the creeps? And I left it, and the next morning I was like, hey, is everything okay? So you called me last night and he was like, oh yeah, sorry, I just had such a stressful day at work and needed someone to talk to. You're not his mm. fucking girlfriend. Yeah. I know. I it feel like calling. Really intense. You, know, you don't call someone who you don't know unless it's to meet them at a bar. Like, you know, you, you're lost. Right? That kind of thing. Yeah. Not to be like, let me take up my stressful day. No, too soon. Too I soon. I know, he also wanted to take me to Copenhagen after oh. meeting me once and I was like, I don't think so, mm-hmm. sir. Definitely, definitely not seeing him again. And I cancelled on our second date, and I was like, oh, you know, like, maybe you're not quite sure about this. And he just, like, turned around on me and made me, like, feel like a psycho. Mm. That's cool, babes. Next. next. <laughs> D, see you here next week. See I hope you've got week. some D for us. Me too. Cheers. <laughs> that was a good clip. That was a good one. <laughs> It is time for worst DM of the week. I've got something to share with you guys. So this was quite a while ago. I had Hinge, which is the 
basically a dating profile where you have to answer loads of questions about yourself. And one of the questions is, all I ask is that you. For a while, I had on there write me a poem, which was actually really fun because you will be genuinely surprised how many people wrote poems. Some very sweet, others not so sweet. Okay, so first one. Roses are red, violets are blue, you are hot, I'd smash you. Okay. Simple, nice right. and simple. It's nice and short, I like that. It was a play on quite a famous and generic poem. Yeah. To the point. It's to the point. Uh, I'm going to give that a four out of ten. Fair. Yeah? Fair. I didn't reply, which yeah. maybe was a mistake. This is a weird one. Grace tastes fun. She runs until she comes, for she knows without fun she can run, but shall not come, so runnings for no one. I'm going to give him a 2 out of 10 because, like, I get sometimes with poetry, it doesn't really need to make yeah. sense, but I needed a bit more than Do you that. Is there any, like, metaphors there for anything? Do you like running? Or coming? Um, I like coming, and I do like running. Yes. Yeah. 2 out of 10. I think that's quite a good one. I'm quite impressed about that. All right, well, you can, you can, have, have, you can have Freddie. <laughs> oh, is it Freddie? Oh, <laughs> yeah, fit name. Nice name. Fit name. This one's pretty good. This is from Dave. Dave says, hey there, Grace, you're looking rather class. Thanks, Dave. As I've written a poem, can I come in your ass? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Dave? I funny. As, so that gets points for funny. Yeah, I'm going to give that an 8 out of 10. I would say Dave's a looker, but he's got the words. So last one. Her name is Grace and she has a pretty face. I found her on Hinge, but I hope this poem isn't cringe. Because I'd love to have a look at her mint. <laughs> that was the best one. That was my favourite. Yeah. I didn't know. The last two were pretty good. Yeah. Minge is such a horrid word. Gay minge out. Yeah. What did you rate that one? I, I that, For me, that's 10 out of 10. Yeah. Cheers! Cheers! I've got a really fun game for us to play. Ooh. Let's do it. And it's, it's it. and it is the ultimate sex. Would you rather? Would you rather? Are notoriously difficult games, but trust me, this is really, really, really tough. Okay, is everyone ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> would you rather not have sex for a year or not be able to masturbate for the rest of your life? Oh my god! Yeah, that was too easy. Next. Would you rather have sex with someone who has terrible breath or smelly genitals? Terrible breath. Terrible breath, terrible breath. Yeah. Because you can just, like, listen to all that. There's nothing worse than a salty dick. Salty dick. Uh, yeah, fair. Also, Ooh. if you're going down on someone and it's smelly, you've kind of got to be there for a bit. Yeah. And you can't exactly hold your nose. Would you rather have sex with someone that came within 30 seconds or took three hours to? Oh. Three hours would kill me. 30 seconds from Lucy. Three hours because then you can just, like... It's not about them. True. 30 seconds you can go several times. Yeah, but it's only 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather do anal and accidentally shit yourself or snap someone's dick while you're on top of it? Oh, God. I'd rather shit myself. Because you don't you don't want to snap someone's dick. Yeah, the only thing about snapping someone's dick is you'd be forever frightened of going on top, right? So yeah. you're just like, that is your fate now. You're always a missionary. Yeah, but you're also always going to know if you shit yourself, oh, like you're the person that shit yourself. Yeah, I mean, it would also be the person who broke someone's dick. Yeah, but that could be like both of your problem. That's true. That's it could be like, true. well, it's your dick, not yeah. mine. 
I'm, Whereas yeah. shitting yourself just might be like, you're a bad chicken the night before. I'm trying to think of this in terms of like, what they would go away and tell their mates and which one would make me feel more embarrassed. And Shitty. I guess the shit would make me yeah. feel so yeah. embarrassed. That's well, the so dick cute. would be like, a bit like, they wouldn't even tell them. They wouldn't even tell them that they're dick snaps. They'd be too embarrassed. Yeah. It's a dick snap. 100%. Okay, it's a dick snap. Okay, <laughs> would you rather have amazing sex with someone you find repulsive, like you really don't fancy them, or terrible sex with someone really, really fit? Well, I guess great sex with someone that I find repulsive, because what am I benefiting from? What if you really like them? Yeah, no, that's not the question. Like, they're, they're just repulsive. There's no feelings here. These are two people in front of you right yeah, now. Yeah, you can just close your eyes, can't you? Oh, I've, I go for the fit one. Yeah. Whilst you have the clout of being like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 What? Yeah. Having sex with someone ugly time. is not the vibe. But you're going to have a good time. We're not talking like a little bit of a one night stand regret. We're talking ugly. I still think I'd rather have a good time. Okay, fair. Next. Would you rather have someone call you the wrong name during sex or call them by the wrong name? Oh, I've never had this happen to me. No, same. I don't know what I would do in the situation because it's always normally the ex girlfriend's name, right? Or like yeah. their mum's name. Yeah, yeah, who says that. their mum's name? I don't know, I just told you it was going to happen to me. Ooh. I think I'd rather them say the wrong name. Okay. I can get over it. Whereas, like, if I say the wrong name, I don't know how they'll react. Also, I'm really bad at digging myself out of that kind of thing, and I just wouldn't do a good job of it. Oh, that's really sweet of you both to take that on the chin. I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, would you rather have the entire world know your porn search history, or accidentally walk into a room where your parents are having sex? Oh my god. I mean, this isn't me being like, I've got the raciest porn history ever because I actually think I've got pretty normal taste, but I still think parent sex. Same, I think so. I'm same as you. I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh my God, what is she watching? But i just not that fast about seeing my parents having sex. Yeah. Yeah, and also because like you can just forget about that. It's perfectly natural. Yeah. We're all old now. <laughs> also, I'm kind of happy for them that they are still having sex. You oh, go, guys. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh. Has yeah. that ever happened to you? I've no. heard my parents have sex, but I haven't seen them. Really? No. I yeah, haven't. our rooms were next to each other. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Would you rather have sex with someone who gives you intense eye contact like this? Yeah, for the whole time. For the whole time, that was me giving Dean Lucy a death stare, or doesn't stop smiling in a really weird way, staring or smiling. I think staring I prefer because I feel like smiling, you feel like that's been murdered. Yeah, <laughs> I really hate people who are really happy in bed. And then she'll really both really like having a laugh. I think that's okay. But if someone's like smiling, if it's like really... a mo- like a momentary laugh, then like fine. But if they're just like happy the whole time, it's like what's wrong with you? If it's like if it's joyful, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather have the intense stare. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really rate the, like, I'm really happy to be here kind of sex. I've just got, like, this... <laughs> I just want sadness. <laughs> yeah, I just want like, pure, <laughs> deep sadness. Yeah, I've actually got this really horrible mental picture in my head of, like, having sex with someone who was really, really happy. And it's just, like, the thrusting combined with the really happy face and the, like, comments. It's all a bit too much. So yeah. um, everyone could just be a bit more miserable. Too positive. Yeah. A bit darker, please. <laughs> Would you rather have someone push your head down as you go down on them? I mean, it happens every time, pretty much. Yeah. Or <laughs> repeatedly be called something cringe like dirty boy <laughs> or dirty girl. <laughs> I don't know why that was an American accent, but... Oh, I don't know what's worse, because they're both quite bad. Do you know what? For me, I think because the head pushing just happens all the time, it just feels like part of sex nowadays. 
if I was being called dirty girl all the time, I'd be like, no, I'm put off. Like, I hate my head being pushed down, but it just happens. Like, that, mm. boys just don't seem to understand that girls don't want that. But the dirty girl thing, I just could not handle. So, generally, we think the phrase dirty girl is just not a sexy term. No. It's like, it's, it's again, it's that classic thing of you watch porn and now you're bringing yeah. porn into our room and it's not how it's going to be. Okay, everyone take note. That was tough. Yeah, it was tough. I enjoyed that a lot. I enjoyed that. Good round, guys. Woo! <laughs> week we're going to be talking about something that probably hits home for all of us how to fuck your way out of a dry spell Ugh, yikes yeah We've all been there answer this honestly what's everyone's longest dry spell here bang on a year like a year to the day it was weird that seems planned no it was uh maybe it was a little bit <laughs> thinking about it now it probably was it was probably like Were you fuck like this? it's been 365 days so i'm just gonna not make it last any longer yeah tonight is the night yeah maybe it was like that but it was weird yeah, I think mine was about a year over a year. I think I've had two that last about a year. Yeah, but sometimes, like, that's not a bad thing always, because sometimes you just don't want to have sex with anyone for a year. Yeah. Like, fuck You off. don't want to have bad sex, right? Just for the sake of it. But then we do end up doing that, so. <laughs> yeah, I think mine was probably about, probably about eight months, two days, 17 hours. No joking, it was about eight months. I just took some time for myself. I'd had a breakup and sometimes you just don't feel ready for it. However, when I broke my dry spell, there's a pretty cringe story that goes with it. So basically I was in Australia on a girl's holiday, which is actually a really great place to, to end a dry spell. Any girl's holiday. That's a tip. long way to go for a girl's holiday. Yes. I was eyeing up her. <laughs> yeah, could have just nice gone to Magaluf, because it could have got myself an easy shag, but no, went to Australia instead. I feel like the boys be better in Australia anyway. Really good boys. Good, good boys. Scene. Why are they good all boys. fit? I just have to ask this. I don't know. Because it's tan. They have lovely tans. And the yeah. accents. Mm, I guess. <laughs> that too, yeah. That's yeah. what you're into. They're all fit boys in Australia, I can confirm. And the person I broke my dry spell with was fit, which doesn't always happen, by the way. No. That's very true. Your standards keep dropping they and really, dropping. They really do. So... I'm in Sydney, uh, I'm on this night out with the girls. I, do you know what, I hadn't thought about the dry spell thing a lot, but I was thinking about it a lot that night, and I was like, you know what, maybe maybe tonight's the night. When you know, you know. You do, you really put your head to it, you yeah, know. Yeah, you know what, it's like, you wake up in the morning, you'll be like, I'm going to put on really nice underwear today, because I feel like something's going to happen yeah. tonight, and it does. It's an intuition, it's a thing. So we're out of this bar, we meet these boys, three pretty fit boys, all quite muscly, wouldn't say my usual type, but you're in Australia, so you just got to go with it. I was getting on with one of the boys really well, and, uh, and he said do you girls want to come back to ours? So we're thinking, okay, like a little after party, maybe we'll play some music, maybe there's a bit of an opportunity here for me. So we said, cool, let's go. One of them was driving, not drinking, by the way, so that's all totally fine. <laughs> we got, well, we turned up to the car and it was actually a pickup truck. And we're like, oh, that's cool, it's Australia. Definitely not going to get murdered today. <laughs> so then they're like, okay, get in. Get in the track, girls. Get in the track, girls. <laughs> So yeah, we were like, with that accent, we will get in. So we got into the truck and I shit you not, we had to get into the back of the truck, as in the bit that's open that you put a cover over because they're like, oh, well, where we're going, we kind of need to sneak you in. We're like, okay, this is a bit weird, but we'd had a few drinks and as I said, I was desperate. This sounds like you're crossing the border. <laughs> <laughs> internal alarms not going off. I'd be like, they are gonna traffic me. Like I'm getting sex trafficked right now. You know how it is when you've had a few drinks and you're in Australia. <laughs> You I don't do know it. how it is. That is so not what I would do. Anyway, please continue wherever you're heading in this truck with a 
blanket over you. Yeah, so we, there's three of us all down in the back. We were actually giggling this whole time when maybe we should have been like crying. Saying your prayers. Our parents for help. Yeah, saying our prayers. Saying find my friends on. Yep. Anyway, we get to this big building. Turns out it's an army barracks. Ah, yeah. sorry, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, it was It was a bit dangerous. But fit. But, <laughs> so they, they, they kind of like whistle back to us like, right, we're going into like our army barracks now. And then they had to like properly make sure we were covered up. They had a full inspection of this truck before they even got in there so there's this guy like shining a torch on us and we're there like trying to be really quiet thinking what the hell would happen if we got caught probably not a lot but like I was enjoying the suspense I'm not gonna lie and then we obviously we had to like kind of like run into every room not with like not with like cloaks over our head but we might as well have had to try and swerve security cameras went back to this one room and like I won't say I'll be ever back to an army barracks again because it's like a, you know, a little bit prison-like in there. There's just like one single bed. And then this one guy took me off to his room and we had sex and that was it. And then we actually tried on some of the army costumes for like half an hour because I thought that would be really fun. Took some pictures, that was fun. Uh, and then left, had to sneak out. Luckily one of the guys offered to drive us back out because we wouldn't have been able to scale the like 100 feet barbed wire fences. And that was it. And then I was... I what was, do you mean, that was it? That was that it. That was like a film. <laughs> that was so intense. My, I feel like everyone else's dry spell story is so boring in comparison to that. The main question is, how was the sex? Do you know what? It was okay. It didn't last very long because I feel like that's kind of what happens when in you're in that situation. I was in the army <laughs> virus. I was like, I'm going to get caught. There was a lot. The one thing that came across about him is that he gave me the impression that he wasn't having a lot of sex in in the army, so it was quite quick. Mm. But yeah, it was alright. But I think that's very normal. I think that's the biggest thing about when you break your jury spell. You should not expect the sex to be good. Your standards should be dropped. I think no one has good coming back into the game sex. Yeah, a lot of the time it will just be so bad that you'll think about it and be like, oh, but you know what? I did it. It's fine. It doesn't yeah. matter. But you'll block out the actual sex. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's so long that I get a bit scared of it, of dicks. Yeah. Have you heard about this thing called dick fright? No. no. So it's <laughs> dick fright. Okay, so I... Have you made this up? No, I definitely didn't because I watched Geordie Shaw once, like, one of the girls was talking about dick fright and she was saying that, you know, when you don't see a dick for so long, you kind of forget what it looks like and what to do with it. What do you, how do you forget what it looks like? I, I get that. Really? I don't think you forget, <laughs> but it's more like... What to do with it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's... it like when you go to uni for three years and you go back and you get in a car and you're like, whoa, how do I drive a car again? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. You know, when people say like, oh, it's like riding a bike, you don't really forget. Obviously the same with this, mm. but if you haven't you know, been on a bike for, like, five years, you'd be like, fuck, what if I fall over? It's just a shock. But one that's, like, easy, it's just, like, that mental block, and you just need to get over it by breaking a dry spell. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a bit of a theory here that when you sleep with one person for the first time after a dry spell, it's a proper comeback. You're back in the game. Basically, all you need to do is have one check, and then you're back in. We're going to run you step by step on how to get that dick. If you're dry right now, don't you worry. We're going to help you get it wet. Woo! Step one, mental preparation. Probably the most important thing you need to consider. Am I feeling myself? Look at yourself in the mirror and think, would I bang me? Even if that means like putting some lovely underwear on, going to the gym a bit more, just having a fresh head, that's where you need to be to bang, I think. I actually read somewhere that it's really good to warm up when you want to meet new people, to look yourself in the mirror and look at yourself in the eyes and practice eye contact with yourself. I fuck yourself. 
Yeah. I've yeah. Done that. <laughs> a few times. Every morning. No. A friend has done it. <laughs> but it builds up your confidence because if you can look yourself in the eyes and you can be like, oh, I look fucking fit. And also keep up the eye contact. I'm really struggling with eye contact now. Yeah, I don't look at you, you fuck me or something. <laughs> Step two, finding Where them. Where do we find them? Don't go to your ex, because yeah. that's easy, and that may be the last person he has sex with. Yeah. Um, don't do that. Don't do that, because you're going to be back in that cycle again. Yeah, it's going to make you feel empty. It's going to be rubbish. It's not going to be the same as it used to be. This is really sinister, and I'm really embarrassed that I'm going to say this, but I have heard from a friend, slash maybe <laughs> done this myself, write a bang list of people I mean, LinkedIn contacts, Facebook friends, oh, sorry, Instagram. LinkedIn. As in, you should need to be making a list of people you could potentially bang. And this isn't like celebs. This isn't that. We're not like, <laughs> we're not going to spend the next three months trying to get with Orlando Bloom. That's not going to happen. But it honestly is quite useful, I think, to reflect and think about who is in your zone that you could potentially tap up. Maybe there was some boy you were flirting with two years ago and it didn't quite come through. Maybe or you had a girlfriend at the time. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you like got hinged for a little bit and like, oh, I'm not in the mood CBA, but maybe you had a little connection with someone and they're still on it. Yeah, it might be embarrassing to send them a little bit of a text, but it can't hurt. And honestly, when you sit down and make a little bit of a list, you actually realise there is a wealth of opportunities out there. True. What else? Dating apps? Dating apps. Yeah, so I've been on dating apps for a while now. You just gotta make it fun and just remember that you're just going in for a quick bang and most people are on those dating apps for that as well. So just make sure you've got really like thirsty pics of you looking good, having fun. Just give off a good vibe. Don't fuck about. Don't spend like a week messaging someone. Just like meet up with them. Yeah, I do think that's a big thing. You spend so much time fucking around doing small talk. Like, so where do you work? How was work today? Like, if you like them, just ask them, do you want to go for a drink? I, I, I've done that like three days in. You know you have, if you have a connection with someone. So there's no harm in doing it. Like, what have you got to lose? And to be honest, nine times out of ten, the boys can be like, sure. How many days should you spend talking to someone on a dating app a gen- as a general rule? I think maximum three. True. Next, get out there. Go out, meet people. There's obviously a couple of ways you can do this. Do you're quite an adventure girl. Yeah. Like, I go to, like, art classes, bouldering. Yeah, what e- else do I do? <laughs> your evenings are so busy. Yeah. You're Mrs. Activities. Yeah, I love it. I have a lot of free time, like pottery classes, all that We literally stuff. went for a drink the other night she was off on another table talking to random people. You just gotta, you just gotta go out there and just meet loads of different people. But I think, that. I think going to like bouldering and stuff on your own does take <laughs> quite a lot of confidence. I mean, I wouldn't hoist myself up some rocks yeah. uh, on my own. But that being said, if you don't want to do that, the next best thing is definitely a big night out with girls and girls only, no boys invited. Yeah, I agree. I mean, as fun as bouldering sounds, <laughs> I would personally probably give that a miss because I think I'd be really shit at it. But I can drink and go out, so... I can party. I can party. <laughs> Have a good time. Yeah, I think the key thing with going out is get a group of girls... Probably not a massive one, because then you'll look unapproachable, but a small group of girls, ideally a group of single girls. Yeah, girls to wingman you, yeah. like, they can they can help you out. And we're talking, like, trashy nights, no yeah. techno nights. Yeah. No one's going to fuck on a techno Nothing night. Nothing where you're doing, like, loads of drugs. Yeah. No, it needs to be, yeah, like, your pop world, your infernos. Your local your, night out. Your piano work, yeah, yeah. your spoons on a night out. Talking like, <laughs> hey, Grace, don't... 
Don't do knock it. Don't do not. try if it. If you want to pull a four-year-old man, get yourself to work this face. Yeah, well, imagine we really fit. So. <laughs> Some people are desperate here. You're okay. missing out, I think. I mean, in all of these places I just rattled off, there are all 40-year-old men in there. <laughs> yeah. And that is fine. Yeah, I actually found when I had a brief single stint, I just said brief, that sounds like I'm on my own ass, and I'm always in a relationship, but when I was single, I found the best places to get an ego boost and find men was be at one. The cocktail bar. Because <laughs> what? Genuinely, those barmen are just down to fuck. And they just get up on the bar, they play it's raining men, they shake the ice. They I fuck every woman in there. Like you know, women just come into London from everywhere to go to be at one and just be like smouldered by these men. And yeah, I got a guy's number in there and the return was I got two for one poor San Martinis for my girlmates. So yeah, ego boost and free cocktail. Yeah, a night on a pull on Ponsal Martinis is absolutely the way to pull. So what do you think is your record amount of time for going to the club and pulling someone? Oh, I don't know. I got off a guy really quickly in the club, but I was really pissed. How like, long? I don't know, like 20 minutes? Half an hour? Yeah, that is a That's long time. But no, time. why? Have you got a good story Well, I have a, a story from a friend. Oh, <laughs> a friend. <laughs> yeah, so we're basically on, we're on this night out. We're in London. It's a birthday. And she was very determined to pull. You know when you just got yourself into one of those mindsets? And a girl's determination to pull when she wants to pull is like, you just can't stop it. You just you got to let her run with it. So we go to this party. We're disappointed with the, with the amount of talent. We actually leave the party to go somewhere else and there's a pub across the road. We go to this pub across the road and my friend is like, oh, I'm just going to quickly nip to the toilet. So we all wait outside for her. There's maybe a group of like five of us. She walks in, goes to the toilet. She emerges two minutes later. I kid you not. Two she, minutes? Two minutes. She goes, oh, I think I'm going to go home with that guy. She points to this very unattractive guy at the bar. Oh. And we were all like, have you exchanged any words with him? She was like, yeah, he lives in Stoke Newington, really close here. So I'm just going to go back with him and then I'll meet you guys later. What the fuck did they say in the two minutes? I don't know. That's 120 seconds. Yeah. My name is X. And my name is X, and I live down the road. Do you want to come home with me? What? Yes, yes. Let me go and tell my friends. Go out, go in, done. That's your two minutes. That's mental. Surely he was like, I love your outfit, or like, you really, you look really hot. I mean, he didn't sound like a great human, so probably not. But yeah. Was it was... good? Do you know? No, it was terrible, but I'll save the rest of that story for another day. That's incredible. Okay, you're in your club, or you're bouldering, but most likely in the club, and you can see someone in the bar that has taken your fancy. What do we do next? Okay, so obviously we've all watched Love Island. Uh, if you haven't, sorry, you're not going to get this reference. But I think what you want to do is be like Maura when she's sucking on that ice lolly. Looking down at someone and just eye-fucking them, essentially. And deep into their soul. it has to last longer than five seconds. Do you think? Yes, I think so. Fuck, I don't know. That sounds a bit murder, well, I was serial talking- killer. I was writing an article and I was talking to like a dating specialist and she said that more than five seconds is usually you letting someone know that you're into them. I feel like that might be like, you know, sometimes when you're looking at someone you don't realise and you're thinking about something completely different, but you're staring. Mm. I mean, obviously blink in between. I'm not saying like stare at them and then don't close your eyes. That's true. That's fucking creepy. But yeah, in, in general, you just have to let them know that you have caught their interest and maybe when you finally do get talking to them hopefully you've gone over to the bar you've like they've come over to you you've got to laugh at everything they say they've got to become the funniest person you have ever met in your life so say if you're eye fucking which i'm really terrible at 
and you know, you think you're in there, you've got a little bit of eye contact, you're going over to the bar, you're making your approach, what do you say first? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, well hello there. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. This might sound really dreadful, but something that I usually say to people who I definitely have never met before but really fancy. I just say, hey, do I know you from somewhere? No, you don't. I do. Oh, oh great. I do. No. I do. And when someone does it back to me, I'm like, I love. Oh, no. <laughs> if someone did that to me, I'd be like, obviously you don't know each other, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> I mean, you will obviously get the vibe if they just go, no. But if they're like, oh, no, where might I have seen you from? And then you just kind of run over every fun, cool festival or thing you've done the last year. And you're like, maybe I saw you there. Or maybe I saw you there. Maybe maybe when I went to this really cultured place. (laughs) Yeah, actually, what is a treat? You're welcome. I guess it's a way of, like, telling the other person, like, all the cool places you've been to. Mm -hmm. I think other than that, I'd probably be like, hey, how's your night going? How you doing? Mm. Or, like, just friendly. What are you drinking? No, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) If if you're on a night out, just being like, how's your night going? It's... It's pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah, having a good night, maybe. Yeah. Maybe like a bit of hair touching. Yeah, so my guy friends all say that when a girl pushes her hair back behind her ears, it means that she's into you. But I feel like I do that unconsciously. Is that a thing? I think so. I think if you're kind of like playing with your hair, it's like... Flirty. Yeah, you are being a bit flirty. Are you getting it off your face ready for a kiss? Like, what is it? Yeah, I kind of agree. Like, I touch my hair a lot, so sorry to every boy I've ever met that probably thinks I fancy them if mm. touching hair is a thing. But I think if twizzling hair, twizzling hair yeah. is good. Yeah, twizzling hair. Yeah. Fuck, I do that all the time. That's like my bad habit. I'm surprised my hair hasn't fallen out from how much I twizzle. So everyone, th- every boy thinks you fancy them. Cool. cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest, when I'm out with you, a lot of guys flirt with you. So Thank you, Diora. <laughs> Clearly your tips are working. It's the twizzle. What about lip biting? I don't do it, but... I have a friend who's super into it and I just think it looks like she's going to devour him and I'm scared for him. Mm. I just don't think I could pull that off. I don't know if I've ever done that. Yeah, I look like a maniac. Yeah, I do more of the, you know, like when you look at their lips and you look at like... The triangle. Yeah, that's right. I think if you look at their lips, you're kind of like giving off hints that like... So how exactly does the triangle work? So you have to go from one eye to the other and then both eyes and then look at their lips but it's all quite quick. It's within two seconds maybe. And it's when you're in conversation so you're like eye, eye, lips and if you look at someone's lips I'm like thinking about what you're saying I'm just looking at your lips. Mm, Yeah. That's the vibe. I think that does work. So I guess this is the sort of thing you want to do when you've got them on your own. How are we getting them on our own? Go out for a ciggy? Yeah. Or even if you don't smoke some fresh air? Or a sofa somewhere. Yeah. Basically, what you want to avoid is like a big old sloppy kiss on the dance floor because. Oh, sweat. Yeah, you want some fresh air. Definitely. So we get them outside and we prepare to kiss. We've obviously got the triangle method. Something that I am not proud of, but I often will do in this situation is if I know there's a vibe completely there, maybe there's already been a bit of touching or a bit of flirting or a bit of suggestion, I'll just get in their space. Like, so much so that they can't not kiss me. You know, sometimes you're a bit like, well, I don't want to be the first person to kiss you because I usually am. I usually do make the first move. But sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wait for you to kiss me. And in that case, I'll just get so close to their face that it's just impossible. Do you know what I'm like in netball when you've got a goal attack and a goal defense and the goal defense is just like in their face arms in the air like you can't get the ball that's how I'm seeing you but with a guy's face that is usually how it goes I'm not gonna lie what What are some of the the signs to look out for that someone's 
equally into you because obviously like you don't want to be the person who oh. is just completely embarrassing themselves and trying to get yeah. with someone and they are not vibing with you at all I think you just know I think you're both getting closer without maybe touching getting their fucking <laughs> space Grace but you know you're kind of bit both, touching bit touching bit, like maybe like hand brushing yeah I feel like hand holdings always like pre-kiss that's perfect holding someone's hand through the dance floor is number one signal yeah. maybe not number one but it's like that's it's so such a thing it's like you don't yeah. need to be led through the dance floor yeah. it's not like a jungle I can see the here. exit I think you know when you know and it's not a good idea to go in for the kiss when you're unsure that can be super embarrassing but let's say you do know and you've had a kiss You've done it. You've nailed it. Stage one. Then what? Right. How are we getting? How, how are we going back, back home? Okay. How are you going from the kissing to the fucking? Yeah. Okay. That's actually a really big step. So I mean, you could just ask them. But I actually have a really awful story about. I was once on a night out, big girls' night out, and I pulled this guy, and he asked me for my number already because he said he wanted to take me out on a date. Unfortunately, that date never happened <laughs> because this happened instead. He. Instead of asking me to my face whether I'd like to go back with him, he texted me while we were both there together. I'm actually going to find the, the message on my phone right Wait, now. Wait, where are you? Are you like at a bar? I'm or? at a bar. I'm at, oh, it's, like a, it's like a day festival. Actually. Okay. So, wow, you're going to leave the day festival? Yeah, going to leave the day festival. It wasn't like And what time is it? Oh, it was later on. It was like nine o'clock. Okay. We've been there all day. I'm actually just going to read the first message that he sent while we were both stood next to each other in the bar. How much does a polar bear weigh? You know the answer. Oh, enough to break the ice. Uh, obviously, obviously no reply because I was with him. And then, oh, actually this was at 11 o'clock. So at 11 o'clock, instead of just being like, do you want to come back to mine or should we leave? He said, stay with everyone for a little bit and then we jet. Dot, we dot, dot. We jet. We jet. The fuck does we jet mean? Quite a, quite a shame to say I did jet with him, yeah. Is he American? Was he American? <laughs> no. What? That sounds no. American. It sounds like... Please. Like, from that, I would be able to tell how the night was going to go. Yeah. And probably not very well. Yeah, and did right. you jet? We did jet, yeah. Did you jet? We jet, we jet quite a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> a few times? A few times, Did you jet in the morning? We did jet in the morning. And then he moved to oh, Australia. Oh, wait, does jet mean sex or go? Well, I've just made it sex. <laughs> Got it. Okay, we jet. <laughs> we jet. Did you go back to his house or did you go to your so house? He came to my house and I personally am a big fan of bringing people back to my house because it's your comfortable space. You can kick them out in the morning. You're not miles away from home. Yeah, I just always feel a bit more comfortable. I don't you know about you guys. You are safer at home, yeah. right? Like, you don't know where you're going to if you've just met this random guy in a club or a festival. So they're coming back to ours. What, are we in a cab? Are we in the overground? Are we in the underground? How are we keeping this lively? The tension needs to just keep building up and up. You can't let it slip. You can't fall asleep if you're in the back of a cab. No. You can't be being too drunk everywhere. So that is a vibe killer. Yeah, I think touching is key. Definitely. A little bit of sexy touching. Yeah. Just necking off. You just need to be getting on it and back out. Like, yeah. You like a lot of kissing. Yeah. Maybe put your legs up, a bit of crotch touching, yeah. a bit of neck kissing. Make sure the vibe is very well known. The Uber driver won't mind. They've seen it all before. They've, They've seen it all. Seen worse. I actually spoke to an Uber driver once. He told me like he literally had a couple fucking in the back. So like, no. Yeah. I would charge yeah. more. But the thing is, you just got to keep it lively. It's also fine if you get halfway and you're a bit like, actually, I don't really want to fuck this guy. So fine. That's so fine. fine. You can kick them out, but you get back to yours. But or maybe you just have a sleepover. I don't know. But you don't have to go through with it. If you are keen, you got to keep it going. Because the worst thing that can happen is if you get back home, then you're like, 
oh, should we have a drink or should we watch some film? Yeah. Oh, and people are like, do you want to watch a film? Oh, no. no, I don't. I'm here for one reason, one reason only. So the door slammed shut. You're inside. How do we do this? Go, go, go. Just <laughs> leap on them. Don't talk about your ex. Don't be nervous. Just go for it. Like... Just get to the sex. Yeah. I'd say, like, you can, have, you can have, like, a one drink rule if you really want to have a drink, but I seriously think it's just best to get in. Avoid serious topics if yeah. you have a drink. Oh, like, yeah. there's nothing more of a mood killer where you're about to, like, have sex with someone and then they're telling you, oh, yeah, and then, like, I was growing up and this was really sad and then, like, oh, my ex-girlfriend, she used to do this. No, don't want to hear it. I just want to fuck you. Or, like, horoscopes. Don't talk to me about horoscopes <laughs> before having sex. I think that's what. Sounds like a personal experience. I just I just think that's the type of thing that you probably end up doing. Just be like, oh my god, Mercury's in retrograde right now. And I'm having sex. Come on, I'm not that stupid. I wouldn't do it before. I just do it after, after. so I can run away. And <laughs> you just run away without me having to kick them out. No, no deep chats. Just get in. Yeah. And remember, it's probably not going to be that good. Yeah. Yeah, I think throw yourself in, but just remember, just you're probably not going to connect to this person that much. Who knows? It might turn into something, but the likelihood is it's not. What's everyone's thoughts on banging and them leaving or you leaving halfway through the night? Oh, what? Like a, like a leave at 3am like vibe? A, yeah. It's, it's, it's happened to Dan and a Dash. friend before. Oh, and Dan. they told my friend <laughs> that they didn't have contacts for the next day, so they had to that is a classic run at 3am. That's quite rude. Yeah. Leaving halfway through the night is just like, come on, have a bit of respect. We've just had sex. You don't need to run away like an hour after. True. I have actually done it before though. No. Yeah, I did. And I feel, I still feel quite bad about it <laughs> to this day. Think about it a yeah, lot. Yeah, I think about it all the time. <laughs> Yeah, we, we sat together. It was actually, we, we had been on a date first. I just kind of got a bit grossed out. So afterwards, I just left. And as I left, he was, I obviously made up an excuse and was like, I lived really close to him. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to walk home. And I just, I just hate sleeping in other people's beds, which is true. That was my excuse. He goes, oh, can I come with you? I was oh like, no! <laughs> Why? No, he Why? didn't. He didn't Why? Read. What did, did you, you say? I said no. I just kind of want to sleep with my own. That was it. And did you speak <laughs> and to then him? You never speak again. We did speak for a bit, but you got to do what you want to do. You got to do what you want to do. You got to do what makes you feel comfortable and good. Yeah. And you shouldn't be at someone's house just because you feel like you have to and you really don't want to. Like, yeah. just call that Uber. It's fine. Yeah. Also, I think. There's the other circumstance of when they are staying over and that's nice. Maybe you wake up, have a little cuddle, maybe you have sex again. It's then like getting them out. Yeah. Because they kind of get to a point, maybe at like 10.30 where you're just, the hangover's kicking in and you kind of want them to leave. Unless you're having a good connection with them. But I always think the best things to do in this situation is either just get in the shower. And she's like, I'm going to get in the shower now. Not with you, but I'm just going to get in the shower now <laughs> and get, start my day. So then they're a bit like, fuck, I should probably get up too. Or just make up some bullshit excuse like, Oh, my mum's coming in mm. 30 minutes. Yeah, you want to avoid the mum. Yeah, Go for wanna... lunch with my mum. I actually think the most awkward part of the morning after is them leaving. The goodbye. Oh, yeah, what's so? Because you don't, you can't really commit to, to saying, oh, see you soon or see you later. And if you don't want to text them again, which might happen, you don't want to be like, oh, I'll text you because that's a lie. So yeah. how do you say goodbye? Thank you for a lovely evening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's really difficult not to say that. I think Me? I end up saying thank you. 
Let well, me I've definitely it. sent a thank you text before. <laughs> I think thank you is a bit weird because it's like it's like you're thanking them for the experience yeah. that they provided you, and actually it should be a mutual thing. Yeah. But maybe like it was really nice hanging out with you. Yeah. I think it's kind of weird to thank people on text or in person because it kind of implies that they've provided you with a service when actually it probably was quite a mutual thing. So what I would say is like, oh, it was really cool getting to know you, like spending time with you. I think that sounds serious. I think that sounds like you want to date them. What? No, just, I had a good time. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, like, oh, I had a good time is a good yeah. one. Yeah, that last was night was fun. I, I hope you, last night was fun. I had a good time. I hope you had a good day. See you never. TTYN. I had this like really awkward encounter with this guy once who slept over who I kind of knew but it was just he was a bit of an awkward guy and in the morning I was like oh what are you gonna do with your day you know the standard chat and he was like oh I'm probably just gonna sit he lived with his parents he's like oh I'm probably just gonna sit and watch Lord of the Rings and I was like oh cool and then when he left there wasn't really anything to say to each other and he just shouted really loudly in his quite like manly rugby voice he was like have a good Sunday oh, and now for like whenever there's a boy in our house from any of us I just get rinsed for it because everyone just brings up the oh, have a good Sunday everyone just shout that when yeah. they leave <laughs> love that that's fun yeah that was jokes so yeah they've left they've gone the next stage is obviously to help everyone you know who's going to be interested in this yeah. is straight down the girls' traps. They're going to be doing all the clapping. Woo! Woo, woo, woo! They go out, <laughs> celebrate. You're back. Welcome home. Welcome home. You have returned. <laughs> Cheers! 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 Woo! Woo! woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we thought it would be really useful to get a male, a man's perspective on all of the above. Today we have with us Josh, who would probably call himself pretty sexually active, which is why we've got him on this show. <laughs> Josh, are you preparing to go somewhere interesting tonight? Hi. Yeah, I have, I've got a date tonight with a girl I've been seeing for a little while. Don't really know where it's going, but yeah, kind of just having fun with it, I guess. <laughs> really hope she listens to this. Okay, Josh, we have been talking about how to fuck your way out of a dry spell. I think most boys probably would lie about a dry spell and say it doesn't happen to them. Tell us the truth, Josh. How long has your biggest dry spell been? Being single, the longest one would probably be like a few months. Okay, a few months. A few months. And how did you get yourself out of that dry spell? I don't know. I think it was just about wanting it enough that you just really go looking for it. But at the same time, trying not to come off too desperate, which is obviously like the fine line. <laughs> um, because if, if something about your persona screams, hey, I'm not sex in three months, uh, it's probably not the most attractive thing. Uh, so it was actually with a girl I met on Bumble. We met weirdly while I was sitting in A&E and I thought I was having a heart attack. I wasn't, which is sick. Um, and then we met up after I got the all clear from the doctors, split a bottle of wine at a pub and then, and then went back to hers. And it was just one of those things where pretty early on I could sense there was a vibe. And I think if someone meets you at like midnight on a Saturday after you've been in A&E, there's probably a pretty good chance that something's going to happen. I just went with it. I wasn't necessarily expecting it. And I think if you go in hoping too much that you're, you know, trying to close the deal there and then it can again be a, a pretty big turn off. So I think you just have to at least outwardly appear react, relaxed, even if you're inside you're, you're kind of burning up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people have had the experience of going to A&E at midnight, being on Bumble and then meeting up with someone. 
Yeah, I think it's probably a, a fairly select group of people. I, she didn't believe me at first because it's, it's an incredibly weird thing to say, but I was like, fuck it, I might as well just be honest. I'm really bored because of the long, long waiting times, which, you know, and the NHS. What was wrong with you instead? Uh, so it turns out the night before, one of my friends had punched me really hard in the chest and it bruised the bones in my ribs. So it wasn't actually a heart attack, which is cool. I'm glad we cleared that up. So obviously we have been discussing the ways that we let a guy know we're interested in them. What, what did you think of our methods? Are any of them wrong? <laughs> no, not necessarily, but I do think you are mistaken when it comes to saying no lip biting. Interesting. Because, yeah. When a girl does that, it's such like an obvious, it, maybe it's cliche, maybe it's a bit trashy, but it's such like an obvious sexual thing that I think guys, because they're stupid, will always, it'll always kind of resonate with them. I also think that the eye contact thing isn't as a surefire thing as you think it is, because I think there's definitely been times when a girl's giving you eye contact and you're just like, why is she looking at me like that? And you just really don't get it. And it's almost too subtle a thing. So girls should be overtly I think that, I think to make it, I think you want to make it quite clear. Because broadly speaking, men are not super emotionally intelligent. And I think it's quite hard for a lot of guys to read some of the female subtleties. So if you really want it to happen, and you know it sounded like you guys did, then you need to make it as clear as possible that you are keen. What else is a really clear action a girl can do if she doesn't want to like bite her lip all the time yeah. go around chewing her mouth off that's fair <laughs> uh, yeah i think like you guys are talking about like subtle touches kind of getting a bit closer maybe when they tell a joke you know you like grab their arm and you're like oh that is so funny and you kind of just give them a gentle you know touch on like you just hit me yeah well <laughs> more subtle than that but yeah i think just gen like little bits of like flirty contact is always is always a winner what about the hair touching is that a thing or not? I think the hair touching while someone's making eye contact with you, you would kind of get, get the vibe. Also something for me is, even if you know a girl is fake laughing at your jokes, it still feels good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a sign that they're so, that they're into you and that's why they're willing to laugh at your shit jokes. And also just flattery. I think flattery and compliments, men have massive egos and it's always good to kind of feed that. I mean, obviously, don't be disingenuous. Don't, like, lie straight to their face. But, you know, if you want to gas them up a little bit, I'm sure it would go a long way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so say someone's in the same bar as you. What are the tactics you want her to pull on you? I think don't be afraid to approach guys. I think a lot of people think that the guy always has to kind of go chasing for it and you have to be a bit coy. But I think if you literally went up to a guy and approached him and, you know, offered to buy them a drink or whatever, I mean, I think most guys would probably turn you down and try and buy it for you. But it's the sort of thing you don't see a lot and it's the sort of thing that would really set you apart from literally anybody else in the bar because how many people are doing that on any given night? And again, like, not to over-egg this point, but men are very stupid and it, you need to make it as clear as possible for them. Otherwise, they just won't get the picture. So if you're standing across the bar and you're, quote-unquote, eye-fucking them all night, there's a very real chance that they will just not get it. Got it. Oh, thank you, Josh. Anytime. <laughs> all right. All right. listening if you've enjoyed it please share this with your friends join our facebook group it's called is it in yet we'll be chatting more there see you next week bye, bye. bye.